0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Five one double five one is our phone number. John is on our WhatsApp uh, machine. John, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. And John, tell us why did you contact us? Uh, well, Joe, I'm a member of the traveling community, and uh, basically, I sat my junior search in 2002, and I didn't gain enough subjects uh, okay. to do an apprenticeship. Uh, and I suppose life got in the way. There was plans to go back and do more subjects to it. Okay. But life got in the way. And uh, basically, I'm 32 years old now. Uh, four boys, married. Mm-hmm. And I find that uh, I'm sending out my CVs and I'm just, I, I just cannot get an employer to support me through uh, the trade side of it uh, the educational side I can get support on uh, going through the same system as any other kid would go through uh, but it's getting the chance the opportunity I suppose with uh, an employer to give me an electrical apprenticeship I just wonder is it better going to a, a normal phone line with the quality here um, John you, you want to become an electrician correct Okay, so so what what's the barrier at the moment? Barrier basically is you need uh, you need subjects certain so you need subjects. Uh, I think it's five passes in okay. the junior cert. Okay, uh, I I wasn't allowed to sit any more than four subjects at the time. Okay, now, why was that? I had lots. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Uh, my mum and I never questioned it really. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'd lost my dad a few years previous to yeah. sitting doing the dirt. And uh, I just, everything, the, the life kind of died within me. Okay, but you got, you got, you got four, four subjects <clears throat> in your junior, sir. You did four and I you did, got, and you got four. I did four and I got four, yeah. Well, that's great yeah. in itself. And did you like? I don't know whether you were moving at, in those times, but like, did you um, did you did you go to school? Did you go to? Did you attend fourth, second, and third year in second level school? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I came through the I, I, in the town where I live. I was in the primary school, local okay. primary school, and then right. I went into the local secondary school. I did the first year, second year, third year. Uh, I was the only traveller within my class. Mm-hmm. What, uh, was, what was that like, John? It was tough. It was tough. In what way? I definitely felt it. Well, everyone in the class knew that I came from a different community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was trying to prove, I was trying to show them that I was just like them and I was no way dangerous to them or oh, yeah. anything like that. And had you, got, uh, had you got any friends in the class? Oh, I had, yeah. I had I, friends but within the settled community that, were in the, that was in the class with me as well. Yeah, great. But uh, there was times like I would have got some abuse off them as well. Uh, but again, because I want to feel part of it, 
I wouldn't really pay attention to it. You know, I wouldn't turn it into an argument. I'd want to be friends with you, you understand? Okay. So now you now you're basically what you're contacting us because you want to become an electrician but you need an apprenticeship. To 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 get an apprenticeship there are two ways. One is you get five you begin with you're not guaranteed unfortunately the number of apprenticeships the low number of apprenticeships in Ireland is scandalous, absolutely scandalous. We should be, and people talk about why we aren't building houses, because we don't have people who can build houses, it seems. We don't have electricians, enough electricians, enough carpenters, enough block layers, enough plumbers, enough roofers, um, because the whole apprenticeship system effectively collapsed during the, during the, uh, the, the, the the austerity years, as they call it. And now everyone, Everyone, everyone who's saying we need to build more houses, which is everyone, not one of them, including myself, can put a nail in the wall. You know what I mean? So we need people like you who want to be electricians. So we, what you need yeah. is, is an employer to say, I will, I will take you on and I will guide you. You need, you need a, a, an electrical company to say we're willing right. to, to give you 32 years of age. Now, what have you done so far to try and get that that connection, that network. I'm 36, Joe. Sorry, oh, I'm 36. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Talking to me puts years on everybody, John. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be worried. Don't be worried. Okay, you're 36. Uh, um, I'm, so, I'm 36. I've, I've worked in the construction industry Okay. Uh, for the last number of years. So I would be, I would have worked, worked closely with electricians but obviously not doing, not working with them. So uh, I would have ran cables for them. Uh, okay. I would have put up the, the plastic sockets that you'd see on the walls. Okay. Uh, ran cables to them. Obviously, I wouldn't do any connecting yeah, anything yeah. because I'm done by a certified person. Uh, I've done, uh, I've built clean rooms. I've, I can read drawings. Uh, okay. And what what I, I, re, what reaction do you get? Because it sounds like you've an incredible go on you. What reaction do you get when you say? Do you have to write to companies or do you knock into companies? Uh, I do email. I do look at indeed. Ie and then I'd uh, can I send a, a CV through there. I don't feel I'm getting enough information down about mm. the educational side and what I can give uh, to the company. So I do email them off emails explaining that I'm a member of the traveling community in Ireland and that uh, basically I'm, I'm a driven, hard-working chap, you know. Uh, I don't mean any harm to anybody. I'm just yeah, an honor. But John, you shouldn't even have to say that. We know, God, we obviously listen to you. Like the 99, well, I, I you, feel... don't, you don't mean harm to anybody. Seriously, you're, you sound fantastic. Yeah, you but... sound... Four children. What, what age? You, what age are your children? Uh, my eldest lad is fifteen. Okay. He's doing his junior year this year. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, extre- extremely proud of him. Fine young man. Uh, coming, being, uh, coming out as a traveller. It's, it's never been easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because when I do come out, the experience I, the experiences I've had as admitting. Uh, that I am a traveller to people, the experiences haven't been good. How do not know? Uh, so I, I oh, have any, any jobs that I have in the past, I wouldn't, I would never put down I was a traveller. Uh, I just apply for it like anyone else would apply for the job. 
just because I'd be afraid of say, discrimination. Mm. And what reaction, you know? as you said, to use your own phrase, what reaction did you get when you came out as a traveller? Uh, well, I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's been a bit conflicting for myself because uh, there's times where I've suffered abuse from the settled community, mm-hmm. but I've also suffered it from my own community because I married a settled girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and what's the problem? Tends, well, that can tend to bring its own issues. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of traveling people tend to marry traveling people. Uh, but that was not going to be me. I was going to break the mold. Mm-hmm. I was always going to break the mold of that. Uh, and the, the wife I have is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, she's, the, she's the one that gives me strength that, that I yeah. keep looking for this apprenticeship. I've been looking for it since, since the age of 30. I started look, uh, okay. contacting the education system. But I send off CVs and... Uh, some of them I do admit I'm a traveller some of them I don't. Okay. And uh, I tend to get back stuff. When I don't mention I'm a traveller, I tend to get back emails saying that they've moved on to the next stage. But if it's a traveller, I tend not to get back any correspondence at all from the company. Okay. Uh, and do you think... There you go. Do you think if you're saying there is a difference in the communication when when you say you're a traveller and then you, you don't you don't mention it, which people shouldn't have to mention their backgrounds, but anyway, it, I'm just wondering. There's bound to be there must be employers out there who say I'd love to give this guy a chance. Thirty six, four kids, did his junior cert against the odds. Um, you know, uh, suffered as you now tell me. Uh, issues both with the settled community and your own community, your own community because you're married to a settled woman, as you described, your your wife. Um, I'm just, is that's what you want, isn't it? You want an employer to say, hang on, I'll give this chap a chance. It's what I want, though, yeah. Like, you know, I I, I, I was not, in school, I wasn't someone that would stand up and F the teacher off or anything like that. You know, I might just do something silly and get through class, you know, but... Uh, it's something I regret, you know, all my life. So I, I, I do feel I could be, I can be so much more uh, than what I am at the moment. You know, like at the moment I'm on job seekers. I don't want to be on job seekers. Okay. I hate, I hate being on job seekers. And all I want is for someone to give me a try. I promise you, they did. They'd have no better worker. Any any job I've ever been in, I've had impeccable uh, timekeeping. I'd never miss a day. Great. You know, you walk. And John, I'd, 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 then, we'd, then we'd have to, where, what part of the country are you in? Uh, I'm from Northern County Mead. And is that where you're based at the minute? That's where I'm from, Mommy Life. Bro. And can you, can you have your transport or? Uh, well, I've won, we've one car within the family. Obviously, that's where the school runs. Yeah. But uh, I'm willing to go on a bus. Okay, you're no, in the, well, was, the main thing is you're in Navan, which is which is relatively relatively central to a lot yeah, of places. Yeah. It is. It's busy up yeah. the, that part of the world now between Navan, Drogheda, yeah. the Dog, Kells, and we go back over the other way, Ballymahan, the centre park, go back the other way into Mullingar. Like you're it's a good it's a good location. It is, yeah. And look, mm. it's it's not going to be easy, you know. I understand it's going to be tough for you. 
because I'm going to have to, there's going to be sacrifices, you know, for myself, mm. my family. But if I come out the far side of it as a qualified electrician, you know, well, maybe I'll give someone else a chance in my, in it's my an community. It's an incredible profession, an incredible profession, incredible, incredibly skilled profession as well. Um, and, and and John, you, you mentioned that do you still have contact? You said when you married someone from the settled community, that there was there was tension or I don't know disagreement or whatever. Do you still have lots of contacts in your own community in the traveller community? Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I still like it. I, it's not. I, I'm not like it would be indivi- certain. A certain individuals would say like you want to be a settled person, stuff like that, or if it was vice versa, it's the pikey or the care world, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah, it was, you, you were kind of, I did, as a kid, I grew up very confused. I didn't know where I was. Okay. I didn't know who wanted me, if it made sense. Yeah. Uh, and I was just trying to get on. Like I played for Navin and Matthews here, all underage. I played with uh, Kevin Riley, who went on to captain the Mead team. Mm. Uh, I played for local soccer clubs, best soccer clubs. Uh, even in the, even in the sport, I was pretty good at. But I felt being a traveller stood against me as well. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is tough. It's tough. Okay, let me let me take a quick break and see can we improve that line. I'm talking to John. Who's contacted us? It's not his uh, full name, obviously, or his real name. Um, he's contacted us because he, he explained how he's an early school reaver. He was a member of the travelling community. He did sit four uh, subjects in his junior cert and he got the four subjects, which is great. However, to officially get into the system, um, if there are vacancies in the apprenticeship system, you, there are two ways. One, you need at least at least five passes in your junior cert. Now, a lot of people actually have their leaving cert and they don't get in, unfortunately, when they apply to because the, the, the numbers aren't there. The demand is much greater than the supply. Uh, but the other way is to uh, hopefully get an electrical company to take you on as an apprentice and they kind of chaperone you and mentor you. And uh, that's what John is looking for. He's 36 years of age, uh, four children, and uh, he's he's uh, married. Joe at RT.ie. 51551 is the text number. But 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And Joe at RT.ie. John, do, do your, you, you mentioned this whole dilemma between the settled community and on one hand you're married into the settled community and you're living in the settled community and then on the other hand is the is the traveller the traveller uh, part of your life. Do your children know, do they have contact with their tra- their relatives, so to speak, in the travelling community? Do they realise they're from the travelling community? Uh, my eldest lad would. My eldest child would, would know he's a traveller. And how did, how did you explain that to him? Uh, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, it was only two weeks ago he came back to me about uh, stuff got to do with school. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order for him to get this extra stuff put in the school, I had to come in and say that I was a traveller. Uh, 
it created a bit of an argument between myself and him. And it was kind of, mm-hmm. it was then when I re- it was then when I realised that he was completely different than me. He would have to go around with a flag on his back. And uh, I do think that's though down to how society is moving forward. Uh, and the teachers that are in schools today are brilliant as well. Really make, make sure that mm. kids are, are welcomed, you know, no and matter what background. And when you say, if you don't mind me, when you say it caused tension between you and him, John, what what was that yeah. about? What was that about? It's just, uh, I suppose, though, makes sense. Being a traveller has never got me anywhere. Never got you anywhere, okay. Never got, that's where I felt, as I said earlier on, any time I've come out of being a traveller, the experiences I've had, I've just been, I wouldn't want them for him, you know? Now, a number of people are saying there's a number of, okay. And have you, and did you say, and what experiences would you not like him to have? Uh, just from being held back maybe in life I'm afraid that he'd be held back uh, as I said to you when I was in school when I was younger mm. I wasn't a diff- I wasn't a difficult student uh, I had issues from losing my dad yeah. and I just felt that it was probably too easy for people to put me out in the in the hallway instead of just giving a bit more time and I think maybe that's, that was down to being a traveller. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and John, have you been, because you, you mentioned there you're a hard worker, worked in construction. Have you been in situations where people, not that they should, but where people wouldn't know you're a traveller but would talk about travellers? Do you follow me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know much of, of this I can go into, but in a recent employment, Mm. Uh, my my me and my employer ended up going to the WRC okay. over racial abuse that went on. Uh-huh. Uh, it was names being written on walls oh, within the premises. Oh, uh, I was called an actor to my face, uh-huh. and. Even though I had evidence proof that was fully going on a week prior to this, I ended up losing my job through a HR uh, investigation. Again, I didn't believe the HR investigation really investigated. They, they said that they couldn't prove it was said. Yeah. Uh, and and you went to the WRC. I went to the WRC about yeah, yeah. I filled out all. I did all my own. I did all my own paperwork for the WRC. I didn't get any help, no one. And uh, we came to an agreement without a judgment. Okay. Okay. You see, I'm trying to work out: is there a way? Is there a way round this five passes in the junior cert? And I, I, I'm looking up um, another website during the break there from uh, Tools, and they say that. Um, 
to be a, to begin an apprenticeship, an applicant must be employed by a solace improved employer. That's fair enough. To be eligible, the applicant must be at least 16. You're more than double that age and have a minimum of grade D at any five subjects in the junior cert are equivalent. Yeah. Okay, let me bring I in... Think, t- let's say, say... Sorry, go ahead, John. I don't want to put you... I think I, think I read up where uh, if you were exposed to the industry uh, or on the constructions, that could be considered uh, as experience of yeah. being on site. Oh, okay, okay. Ty, what's going on? Ty, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. You're you're a, a plumbing I, contractor. I am, Joe. Yeah. What, yeah. what would you say to John about the whole apprenticeship scenario? Well, the first the first thing I'd say to John is that he's he's just a little bit too old to start an apprenticeship. Thirty six. Thirty six years of age. I mean, if I'm hiring an apprentice tomorrow, I want a young fella that I can get yeah. to work the way I want him to work and to do to do what I want him to do. At thirty six, you're dealing with a fully-fledged adult who, you know, mightn't take what you're telling them the way you want them to, tell, to mm-hmm. take it. But the reason that you need five passes in your junior cert, okay. particularly in in electrical work, I mean, you're not finished studying. You've got to go back and there's an awful lot of maths, there's an awful yeah. lot of theory, there's an awful lot of engineering to be done. And it's if you don't have the acumen for the academic side of it, you're not going to make a good apprentice. It's the same in plumbing. I mean, you have so many different types of plumbing. You have gas plumbers. You have so many different things to learn. Yeah, and if you haven't got the acumen to study and to learn, you're at nothing. It's not just about putting two pipes together or putting two wires no, together I know, I know, I anymore. Know. And Tyg, are you as are you? In, uh, is there any encouragement for you to take on apprentices? Absolutely none. When I when you take on an apprentice, the first year you lose money on them. But they're, they're costing you three hundred euros. Well, they're public with holidays and everything. Yeah. They're costing you about four hundred euros a week. That's wow. for their first year, and all they all they can do is tidy the van, clean the place up, pass your tools, hand you this, get just get to know the trade. Yeah. Then they go away for their twenty five weeks, and they come back. And it's been my experience that they are no better when they come back than they were. In fact, they're a little bit worse when they come back than when they went away because now they're full of ideas and full of things they've been. F- filled with stuff that they shouldn't be filled with talking to other guys and it's just it's just a nightmare so on the it, one hand we have everyone everyone every politician in the country regardless of their hue jumping up and down about uh, houses and houses and more houses and we need houses and then every month when the figures come out wringing their hands saying this is awful 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 and you're saying there's no, you don't see any encouragement for people that could build houses to be encouraged uh, into apprenticeships. No, absolutely not. There is no encouragement for the employer whatsoever. And was there not ever? There was a grant up to last December. You got two, a, down, uh, a payment of two thousand euros. Yeah. And that was a picture two thousand euros. Isn't isn't three months rent wages? And where did that go? That goes into the employers. Yeah, the but employer where did gets, where did the, where's the grant gone? I don't know where the grant's gone. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't even know who who's putting the grant forward. I presume it's through the government, through the FAA. But it's just ridiculous. These kids should be doing this in school. Yeah, yeah. If a child hasn't got an academic career ahead of him, he should be channeled in 
to the trades and the exact same way as it was done in my time you went to a technical school after after junior yeah. cert and you got your you got your trade in that and that's what should be done now but it's not been done we're filling the kids I mean a tradesman now is coming out a good tradesman yeah would be coming out with twelve to fourteen hundred euros a week. Wow, that's for five days' work, and you can't get them for any less than that. So that's that's how important and and uh, rare they well, that's are. That's how scarce. That's how scarce they are. Yeah. We're, we're going along. We're, we're getting tradesmen coming in from other countries. Yeah, and they're just not qualified to do the work here. It's as no, simple as that. They don't have they don't have the education and the qualifications that we got here, and. I spend my time going around Arklo following these guys fixing their mistakes. Look. So it's it's not about bringing guys in either. We need to train our own, but we need to do it early and do it at the start. There should be no stigma now about being a tradesman. Okay. And I I don't, is there a plumber's organisation, Ty? Was there a body, a craft body you're all members of? No, there's not. No. No, no, there's nothing. We're all independent. We're all flying around here independently. Yeah, because, I'm kind of, because I'm kind of thinking, like, given given that we're told it is an emergency and everyone accepts that it is an emergency and the president calls it a disaster, now everyone calls it a disaster. But surely if it is a disaster, which no one, as I say, argues about, surely it's a time for a, a, the government to write to the plumbers and say, how can we help you to take... We need people that can build houses. How can we and maintain houses and improve houses and retrofit houses? How can we, as a government, instead of fighting each other every day on the radio with someone saying we're awful and the other saying we're you're even more awful than you used to be and the other saying we're going to magic up houses as soon as we get we get elected? Is there is there any campaign to for plumbers, electrical companies saying please here's an incentive to try and take on more apprentices? Well, the SAI seem to be the spokesman for all trades and they've never contacted me. I do, I'm not a member of the SAI because I refuse to pay them the money they're looking for every year to be affiliated to them for absolutely nothing. I get absolutely nothing from them. But the other thing is, I'm getting kids... I've, I've had apprentices all, all, all through my last 30 years okay. of being an employer. And I have young fellas coming out of leaving cert and they can't divide 60 centimetres by two. They can't get the volume. They can't get the volume. No, that, I know that's down to the individual young fellas. And as far as feet and inches, forget about it. I know I know we're not feet and inches. I know we've gone to metric. But we still use it in some aspects. And they haven't a clue, not an iota, how to do simple math. They cannot do it. Okay, stay, stay with us. Uh, Anne, Anne Moreau, John, do you, want to re- do you want to reply to Tyg? Tyg says 36... To become an apprentice, the boat might be gone out. If you're hungry enough, John, to achieve in life. But John, it's not about hunger. Listen, you've, you've, got, you've also got a bad history. I mean, what employer is going to take a lad on that's come to the WRC? Well, you know what I mean? That's a take on the lads that won't, that, that can't do it. So why not take on the lads that can do it? I'm not saying that. I'm, but I mean, I, I wouldn't just be comfortable on the, just, on the grant, on just on the grant, there is 450,000. Uh, Minister Harris made four hundred and fifty thousand euros available, where uh, every every employer will get two thousand euro bursary for any traveller to, to take on as an apprentice, and it's on. Well, it's on you, you do it yourself. Yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know about grants for travellers, John. All I can tell you is two thousand euros is two months of your is, is two months of your wages. That's it. That's it. Like and I, Tyg, I, I, the rest is done to me. Tyg, you're being you're, you're being very honest, are you, Tyg, when you say? 
if an employer, though it is it is within every employee's rights to go to the WRC. Absolutely. absolutely. But you're, you're, you're but, saying realistically, if they read that, they might be scared. You're, I wouldn't take them on anyway. Why not? Because I'd be afraid if something went wrong, I'd be up in front okay. of the WRC. Simple as that. I mean, we, we were you're working with somebody for eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. You're with them more than you're with your wife. Yeah. And things get done and you... You go through different emotions when you're on the job. You might be under pressure. You might say something rash. You might say something. The next thing, boom. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, I take. I could take any criticism of anybody, but when you, there's a line you step over, yeah. I can't Absolutely. say. Well, no, I don't know what your line was. I, I, I'm not I, saying I understand that. there's a line. But when you read, when yeah, you, if you put that on your curriculum, you're going to be like, there's nobody going to touch it. Okay, I wouldn't put that. Why would I put that on my Fritz and Vita? That wouldn't make sense. Okay, well that's that's Tig's advice. But you don't have to. You say, don't have to know. Okay, you're, you're, say, everybody knows. Say, Willis John five one double five one Joe at RT. Derek Bourne. Derek, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? What is this scheme? It's called Way to Work. Way to Work Ireland. Yeah. So we're an organisation who, um, since two thousand and nineteen, has been set up to support all young people coming out of the care system. And I suppose build the bridge between private enterprises and you know young okay, people yeah. from disadvantaged background. And so we've been doing it. We've been dealing with the construction industry since 2019. And I'm listening. <coughs> excuse me. I'm listening to the show here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really too sure about what this gentleman here, the the, the plumber guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, Tide. I mean, Tide. I, yeah. I mean, I, I. I mean, I've been placing young guys across the country into the construction industry for a long time. I met a guy in one of the biggest mechanical mm-hmm. electric companies the other day. 41 year old and uh, an apprentice electrician. I found it inspiring, if I'm honest with you. Um, this guy had, I mean, he was telling me he'd been working for years, dead end mm-hmm. jobs, and decided to put things aside, you know, take a hit in the pay packet for a couple of years and get in and get the trade. So I know there's definitely opportunities out there for John. I, I know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're dealing with companies right around now. It's not just the construction industry. We work with the motor industry, retail, aerospace. We work with... And with John, you see, because I've looked at your website before, and it's a great website, by the way, mm-hmm. but it's all about young people. You keep saying young people. That was, uh, yeah. Which, remember, Tig's force, and Tig's been very honest. Of course, and yeah. straight, but but and I know thirty six is young, but in in apprenticeship terms, it's not. That's Tyke's well, point. Mm, well, I suppose. I, well, it depends. I mean, like as I said to you, like I mean, guys uh, more and more now who are going into apprenticeships at a later age, okay. they're a lot more focused. They're a lot more mature. They're not. They're not walking around building sites doing TikTok videos. You know, they have yeah, that bit of yeah, maturity yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have well, that bit of savvy. Well, can they take the money hit? Well, it depends. That's going to be an individual thing, yeah. really, Joe. Um, I mean, I'm listening to John there. He seems to think he can. I mean, what we do uh, consistently is find apprenticeships, and we would come up against obstacles that uh, John is dealing with right now in terms of not okay. having the junior cert, and we've had to figure out ways to get around that. Solus will tell you on their website, that it's junior cert minimum requirement but for electrical and engineering it's a leaving cert you ain't getting an apprenticeship or a junior cert in electrical or mechanical or uh, yeah, engineering yeah, yeah. but we found a way around that there's little there's little you know uh, courses you can do in terms of you know QQI level 5 maths and English and you can do these at night while you're working full time we've several guys doing them consistently across the board okay. 
So you see, and John, mean, this this is the the other challenge as well, John. And it's about it's about the the whole age thing. John is thirty six, but hmm. he he Anna's a lot of thirty six year olds. He has children. He has four children. Fifteen yeah. is the eldest. How is he? How is he going to look after them if he takes a big hit to become an apprentice? Well, I mean, to be honest, if if you don't mind me being direct, I mean, right now John is on the social welfare. That's true. You he's know, on job. So well, yeah, okay. He's not taking a big hit. Like but, he, but, he, of, but he would take a hit because he's he's unless John have you have you investigated? Would you be eligible if if you did take up a job or an apprenticeship, which would which would unfortunately entail a hit in your money? Would you be entitled to family income supplement, a medical card, you entitled to anything else? I, 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 you are entitled to a family income supplement, though, yeah. And would, I'm married. Okay, and would you... Cohabitant. Okay, so so are you saying you would be able to take the, the apprenticeship money and still survive with four young children? I'd still, I'd still be on the same money. I'd, I'd be on more money than what I'm on now. Okay, you've done, you've done your research. Anne Moroni, Anne, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. I know you're with a company called Human Reason. Um, and right. you're you're listening to John. It seems there's more catch twenty. Well, there's more catch twenty twos in the the whole apprenticeship. Well, there absolutely is, Joe. But I suppose I'm just ringing in after listening to him just to say that um, we would be prepared to work on his CV and you know okay. cover letter and you know do some in the event of he getting um, an interview. And that we would do in an interview preparation with him so that he would be well prepared mm-hmm. uh, to go into that interview for an apprenticeship. Okay, and what what, what is, how are, how are, because as Ty pointed out now, to be a plumber or an electrician or a brick, anything to do with building is, is a, such a scarce uh, skill at the minute. It is, and I mean, you'd imagine that uh, because, uh, you know, people are so scarce, <coughs> excuse me, that he would be um, more attractive and, uh, you know, to going in at the age that he is because that he would have a good head in his shoulders as opposed to younger kids going in, you know, younger um, teenagers going into the, into work in these areas. Mm. But then I come back to the whole thing, Anne, because if you're, if you're that much older um, and 36 isn't old, but if you're in yeah, your 30s, you, you normally have other responsibilities, especially children. That's and right, you get but to, you I mean, to feed I'm sure them, he's, house them. Yeah, he's aware of that, you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he wants to go forward. Okay, well, then we'll, we'll take up your offer. Well, sorry, mm-hmm. I'll put, I can't, I'll I put the offer to John and we'll put you in touch after the programme. It's really appreciated that you'll work yeah. with him on his, on his CV. Thank you, man, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, you know, we can do it remotely because we're a company yeah. down here in Cork. Okay. And um, so we do work remotely with clients uh, from all over Ireland okay, well and, done. you know, outside of Ireland as well. So, yeah, it can be done remotely. Yeah, yeah. OK, OK. Uh, thanks, thanks, Ange. Greg Duffy, joe at rt.ie, wants to text. Greg, you're listening to John. I am, yes. Joe, yeah. Go ahead. And I just want to let him know that, like, there is, you can get apprenticeships in that. And when I was a young lad, I I I I have dyslexia, so I couldn't read okay. and write, and I dropped out of school early. Okay. And I done bits of jobs here and there, and I met a man called Christy Barnwall, who put me in touch with a, a, 
a man in Bolton Street College of Technology. Okay. And 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 he 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 gave me an apprenticeship there to call it. His name was Dick Dowling. Right. And 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 he gave me an apprenticeship as as a mechanic as a fitter. And did, at that at that time, Greg, did you need the five junior cert passes? Oh, oh you, you did. You have to have. You have to have. Yeah, you did. And did you, you did, to, did you have, have them? Did you have? No, them? I didn't. I didn't okay. have anything at that show. No. So he and gave you. He gave you a chance. He did. Yes. He. They obviously seen this Christy Barnwall used to walk in a garage, and he used to. I used to go in there, and he used to know me, and he obviously seen something in me, and he and he obviously knew this man very well, Dick Dowling, and he had a word with him. And I got a chance. I went into into Bolton Street one day, and this man met me, and. And he brought me to the, to I think it was the room D19 was the room, and, and there was a man there called Dominic Chute. He was the the man that was the manager type of fellow that was over at the apartment. And and I got the chance of getting an apprenticeship there, and I'd done my apprenticeship. Now, when it came to doing exams and stuff, I couldn't read properly or write. So I had to do an oral exam, yeah. and I passed them. Oh, well done. And... And and again, oh, yeah. and so there there is opportunities for people. And if you don't have have these exams that you need, you know there is ways and means of getting these things. Because people, I, I couldn't read and write, so that meant that I, that doesn't mean that I have to be thrown in the scrap heap. Yeah, I know, I know, you know? I know. Well, listen, stay, Greg. Greg, just listen to James Smith before the break. James, you're listening to Tiger's gone on, who was very. Straightforward, he said, one, there's no incentives uh, to take on him. He's a plumbing contractor. No incentives to take on apprentices. He would, If he was to take on an apprentice, he'd want someone younger. 36 is a difficult age to start an apprenticeship. The money drops. You have other responsibilities. James Smith, um, what's your story, James? Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, I'd be kind of in a similar position there to, to John. Um, you know, we're talking, I left school maybe 30, 31 years ago. Okay. Um, I was doing the old group certificate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, before it was changed the following year to the to the junior cert. Um, but I, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't academically, you know. Gifted. Okay, yeah. Um, like John, I had lost my father um, at, at an early age. Um, and it kind of, it, it took its toll as well, but just unfortunately, after the transition year, then uh, the school just told me that look, I don't think you're strong enough to go on to do the league. Oh, God's sake. Basically, off you go. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So, but again, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's different nowadays, Joe. Like, a school couldn't tell you that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But shouldn't. at that stage, like, we're talking towards No, 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 they shouldn't have told you that either, but no. I take your point. Um, and what, but, do you think of, what do you think of Tig's point? To, to John and he was very straight and and, and honest Tyg was saying 36 is, it, is a, a challenging age to start an apprenticeship it is Joe and, and again you know it, it's nothing to do with, with John as such it's just the industry you know I, I know people that work in plumbing electrical trades yeah. trade. um, they do just want young people coming in you know they have They've been through the school system, you know. They they want to they, you know, they'll they'll teach them what they can or they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. give them the apprenticeship. But they want them young, if you like. You know, they do want people 
starting out doing apprenticeships young. And when you left school or were forced to leave school, it seems, when you were 16, James, yeah. did they? Did you want to become an electrician? I did. It was a, a passion that I had. Oh, for God's sake. I always wanted to be, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. Um, you know, I can, I can do my own. You know, I can wire plugs, sockets, yeah, yeah. like my own place. Um, you know, I, I would understand electrical circuits and stuff, but unfortunately at the time it just wasn't to be for me. But as, as I say, you know, Tyg yeah. is right, and it's nothing against John or anyone else yeah. looking for the apprenticeship, but they do prefer to have people kind of school-leaving age, you know, where they can send them off to college. And, like, college work is, it's, it's very intense as well to be an electrician. And as yeah. Tyg said, it's not just connecting two people together. together. You have to know, you know, a single fire. Yeah, of course, I know it is. It is, it is a highly, highly skilled profession. And well, they have to be as well, Joe, because yeah. you know the wiring regulations have changed even. Yeah. You know, in the last thirty years, like it's gotten so strict now as well. You know, it changed maybe every couple of years, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. No. And I'm just wondering, James. Thank James. And what did you? What is you? And you're still a young man, but what? 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 What trade or profession or job are you in now? Well, I'm 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 currently out sick at the moment, but oh, okay. I I wanted to be kind of like um, maintenance, you know, like um, kind of like a, a facilities maintenance and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so I was yeah. working in retail, okay, and in um, warehouses, but it wasn't what I, it wasn't the job. For you me. want to do something with your hands? You want to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and like uh, it's it's something that you know you can do with minimal training or you know anything like that you know you're not you're not you know you're not interfering with any kind of electrical circuits or yeah yeah, anything yeah. Like that. Like minimal you know basic stuff you can do and is there what, what are you I'm, I'm trying to what i'm trying to do is fish for hope for john because i like are you saying maybe if he if he applied to be a school caretaker where you would be doing different things but you'd need to call yeah. in an electrician that might yeah. get you on the ladder, so to speak, exactly. at that whole area. Yeah. Although I think he's, he's done something like that, similar. I think he said yeah, he was working for... I still I think school caretakers are geniuses. Men yeah, or women, they, they are geniuses. Like they they're they're like, incredible what they can turn you know, their hand to. If you're working, if you're opening a school up at 7 o'clock in the morning... I know. Not working. I've met caretakers in schools. Not only did they fix the plumbing, fix the, the, the slide machine or the whiteboard when it goes wonky... They can actually they they can they can spot the kids that are upset coming in. They can spot the teachers that are upset coming into work. They're brilliant, us. But anyway, John, before the break, thanks, James. You mind yourself, and I hope you recover soon. Yeah, Jane, uh, John, um, I just want to ask you: uh, Are you are you you've been on the program now for forty five minutes? Are you any more? Are you more hopeful or less hopeful of getting uh, a start in an apprenticeship? Uh. Okay, I'll let, you, I'll let you think about it over the break. Joe, yeah. I'll see that idea. <laughs> Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. John has contacted us. He's a member of the travelling community, though he's settled. He's living in a settled environment now, as he says himself. He's four children. He's aged 36. Children are aged 15 down. He's done jobs in construction. He'd love to... 
uh, become an electrician. To become an electrician, Ireland, you have to be an apprentice to begin, even to get a look in or a chance or an opportunity to even apply for an apprenticeship. Not get one, even apply for apprenticeship. You must have five passes in your junior cert. Um, but as Tyke's gone on, pointed out there a few minutes ago, it's, it's invariably much higher at this stage because of the competition. And um, he, he only has four. And he's trying to see, is there a way around it? And a number of people are saying to him, um, keep going. Everyone's saying keep going. But a number of people have been very realistic, including our last caller, James. And Tyke has gone on and saying, 36, you'll take a big hit financially to become an apprentice. You have four children to look after. And then is 36 a, a good age? That's debatable, but I, I, can, I can see the, the merits in it. Uh, is 36, are you going to become an apprentice to an electrician that might be younger than you even? You know that whole scenario. Brendan Geesley. Brendan, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. What do you, what do you think of it? Well, Tyg's point to John was, he was very straight. Listen, 36 is, is a bit old to yes, become an apprentice. Yes, Joe. What do you think? Well, I tell you now, I'm, re- I'm retired. I'm a retired carpenter now. I served my okay. time. I started serving my time here in Cork. Okay. Uh, in Verome Cork Dockyard. There was a big shipyard, like, and uh, they took on a quite a lot of apprentices. But the schooling in those days was different, Joe. If you wanted to go into, this, say, the civil service or something yeah. like that, or go on to college, you went to what they call a secondary school. And you done six years there. After three years, you done the, the junior cert, as they call it. No, it was called okay. the inter then. And um, the leaving after six years. But if you wanted to go on a trade, you went into the technical school or the vocational school or whatever you call it, like, you know. And you've done three years there and you've done a thing called the group cert, right? I remember it well, yeah. And then you went and applied for an apprenticeship, like, you know. And then, like, as I said, where I served my time, they took on dozens of apprentices in all the trades like it was a massive job it was probably the biggest job in the country at the time like you know mm-hmm. and you've done a five year apprenticeship then like you know but what happened what's wrong at the moment Joe is the, the government brought in this thing called a C2 cert it's um and it took all the it took all the the work from the from the employers and handed it over to the actual uh, workers like if you work, if you, you if you have a C two start now and you go to a building site, like okay. every job has a price, right? And you you do your week's work and you have your it's like a little bank of card or whatever, yeah. and you give that to the builder at the end of the week, and he says, "I gave Brendan Geasley so much money uh, this week, and he, you have to sign it, and he signs it, and then at the end of the year, you've got to get an accountant and mm. go through all your accounts and things like that." Now, a man mentioned there earlier, uh, he's the plumber, that he, if he employed a, an apprentice, it would cost yeah. 300 euros a week, like. And that is true. My so gosh, there's yeah. nobody now going into the trades, Joe. I'd be honest with you, like, in, in, in time to come, I don't know what's going to happen, like, but in time to come, they'd be millionaires because there'll be nobody, the, the ones that are qualified or whatever. We'll, we'll get all the work, as I say, you know. It's, yeah, it's, but it's, where, where is, Brendan, tell me, where is the big push? I know there was a PR campaign launched, uh, I think it's about a year ago, and it was to try and get more people to look at apprenticeships. Sorry, and, Joe, I have a very bad line. OK, OK, probably my fault as well. That, that, um, that, there was an, a, a campaign la- launched last year, government building, Simon Harris, PR, um, free phone, gener- what was it called? Generation Apprentice. Yeah, but where, where, where is the real encouragement for people to become apprentices? I don't do, I honestly don't know. Like it's totally like, I, like you know, like 
Um, like, uh, there's nobody, like, as I say, we started at 16 now, like, you know, mm-hmm. and at 21 then, you had to do five years, I was a qualified carpenter, right? No, like, it's going in at, like, I don't know how long the apprenticeship is now, but I think a lot of it is spending college and things like that now, yeah, you know? Yeah. Now, that might be a door open to him, but I think he is a bit old, Joe, like, you know? Because the wages for the start, like, are... Like, I mean, say for the first year of of our apprenticeship, we had one-seventh of the, the tradesmen's wages. You know what I'm saying? Like One-seventh? One-seventh, one yeah. Mother you know? God. So you start off low, and then the second year it went up to was maybe up, yeah. a fifth or something like that. And uh, Well, I was reading... I was a big boost. You went up to about, um, about uh, 50% of the tradesmen's wages. Fourth year, maybe seventy five, and, yeah, then, uh, well, and, and it, then the, the full tradesman rate after five years, like you know. And I was reading Roddy Collins's book. You know Roddy, the football manager, and um, he he's he's a qualified a plasterer. Yeah. And he was saying when he became a plasterer, the first year the money was nothing, as you say, Brendan. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the second year he he. Do uh, you know how much we earned in the first? Go on, tell me. The first year in nineteen sixty four. Two shillings and sixpence, a half crown. Here we go, mother of God. But Roddy, but Roddy, wages at that time, like. But Roddy, but Roddy was saying he was so hard up that in the when he went into his second year, he went to his boss and he said, "Listen, Caroline, that is 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 wonderful wife," and he said, "Caroline is pregnant." I need to, you need to put me up to the third year wages just to give me. So the boss said, yeah, of course I will. God, I don't want you, if you if you have a new child coming into this. But, but he was making, Roddy was just trying to get an extra few shillings. By the way, it wasn't much. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but that's what he had to do to try and get from year one to year three in one yeah, jump. I actually, so it is. I actually made a mistake there. I said two shillings and six minutes. It was one shilling and three pence. Ah, you're joking. One shilling and three pence and no more. And that worked out. At, the, at that time, you were working 42 hours a week. One and, one and truppence, one and truppence. Yeah, one Where's, and truppence, yeah, yeah. Where, so say there, and Brendan. Then, and we're, then, you know, like, uh, that, I forget when it worked out. I think it worked out about £2.50, like, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know? And, uh, and um, like, the tradesmen then, that time, had only, it was 14, 17, uh, the way tradesmen's wages, them days, like this 1984 number, only about £18 a week, but there was plenty oh. of overtime and plenty yeah, everything. Okay, okay. And then it's it started going up, man. Like, now, you know, yeah. wages, let like, let me know. bring Rachel in. Rachel's in Cork City. Rachel, your point, please. Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, I just wanted to let John know about um, the further education route that he could take. I'm looking here at what's called the National... Um, uh, qualifications of Ireland and they have a kind of a semicircular image and it shows that the junior cert is the same as a level 3 cert so if John contacted his local ETB they'd be able to tell him education where training is. board yeah yeah and it's further ed and John is exactly the type of student that, that we would have in further ed yeah. no one's done in Cork City but it's exactly that type of student that maybe wants to change uh, often mature student and then you're hitting that barrier of having to have a leaving search or junior search and you would come in there's loads of supports um, particularly back to education for people who might have um, a junior search or a leaving search there's lots of different supports available um, I teach in a, in a further ed college in Cork City and we teach level 4 level 5 and, and uh, level 6 mm. um, awards but level 3 is a junior search equivalent and then you could go on to level 4 level 5 if you want 
Um, so it's it's a really good route to take, and I imagine it would be they would be able to advise if that worked for the apprenticeship yeah. as well. But next from last year it started, we're now part of the CAO, so you can apply through oh, the great. CAO with, with these points. You know. Now I know we have a minister. Well, I know Simon Harris is doubling at the minute in justice, yes. and but um, we've minister for higher education, but. People think that's to do with universities. It's not. It's it's to do higher education. I'm, I know people have a certain understanding of it. Uh, being an apprenticeship is higher education. Is higher education is and should 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 have the prestige of that. Um, okay, Mary. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thanks. And I'm uh, sorry, Mary's next. Um, thanks, Thank Need Rachel. That was Rachel Cox. Sorry. Mary, your point, please. Hi, Joe. Um, I'm pretty nervous now talking uh, on the radio. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just listening to your conversation since Lifelines, since about ten past two or so, and yeah. or maybe earlier. And I uh, just um, to tell John that guy that came on and said he wouldn't take him on because Toy, he needs yeah, a, a person that would be younger. But I have worked with uh, people who have. I'm a nurse myself, and I've worked with people who have left their professions and jobs and everything else and joined as student nurses later in life. We call them mature students, and they've gone mm-hmm. on to work in the field day training, which is nursing, and they don't they don't look back. And I've but how, but how, how do they access the training, Mary? Um, I'm not too sure. Because I presume that they can, would have been a lot of healthcare assistance. You see, Ty, who was the, the, the plumbing contractor, and he was backed up by a number of people, he was saying, if you start, remember, the apprenticeship wages, because you can, you can do so little, you're allowed to do so little. And what did he say? Look after the van, hand me uh, tools or whatever in your fourth and second year. The apprenticeships, the apprentices' wages are so low. Um, and John is thirty six and has four young children. Yes, so but he's 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 already on uh, job seeker job benefits, seekers, yeah. so he's not on high okay. wages now anyway. But if you if you can hold on to that, you're saying. Um. Well, he's going to get an apprentice wage, isn't he? And oh, he's going to get family income supplement. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, but he, yeah. Well, uh, John and John, John, in fairness, has done his research, so he's, he's, um, he's, he's. But but those nurses who you say came in at a at a. They mature, came in in first year. They came in as first year student nurses, the same way as an yeah, eighteen year old who would have done her leaving cert the following yeah, but, but that, June. Yeah, but part of John's point is that he didn't. He did four subjects in his junior cert, right. and that was it. Yes, but he has enough. He would have enough to do, like years ago, electricians trained. Yeah, but not, not anymore. It's now at least yes. five. I know, but I know. But anyway, I take her, I, I take her like, And I've come across people who have left the guards and joined to do nursing. Yeah, so brilliant, it's just, brilliant. Just, just, just change the field. You know, you can, yeah, you can yeah. always go on. I have a son myself who like, has been thinking of changing his career. He hasn't done it yet, but I don't know if he will or not, you know. I'm I don't looking, have to say anymore. You know, but, Mark, I'm looking at, given that the jobs in Ireland the last decade have all been in tech, as we call it. Uh, you know, exactly. Meta, Meta, who and you know. And what's going Mar- to happen to that. Yeah, or well, there's, what's, there's what's potential for Mark, what could happen to that. Mark Zuckerberg today, CEO of uh, Meta, as they now call themselves, um, Facebook, etc. He's he's announced another 10,000 layoffs. Mm. 10,000. So you yes. can imagine, unfortunately, some of them. Um, yeah. There are five thousand so, vacancies in Meta, which he's not going to fill. So, and yes. uh, we've got three thousand working in Meta here now. Okay, stay, stay with us, Joe at RT. Thanks, Mary. Joe at RT. E five one double five one text. Talk to Joe on oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. 
Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Uh, Tony Leach. Tony, you're listening to John. Go ahead. I am indeed, Joe. And look, I get mad when I hear uh, the, the, the way we behave in this country towards our, 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 fellow, our fellow countrymen. I want to say directly to John, John, don't let anybody or anything stop you from doing what you want to do. I come from a construction background, worked all my life in construction, and mm. I've seen people giving up careers where they weren't happy with doing them and taking on apprenticeships and doing them very, very well and becoming very, quite successful um, because they want to do it. They, they decided. John has a load of experience, vast experience working okay. on building sites. He knows what he wants to do. Give the man a chance and let him go and do it. John's decision, if, uh, if, if the money and if it doesn't stack up, but I think he has a good handle on that. But, Joe, here's the real issue. Okay. Here's the real issue. You know, we had some people come talk to us from, from Paddy Point, from the travelling community, yeah, in advance of us going to uh, do some support work, uh, emotional support. I'm with Samaritans. Right, yeah, uh, we're, well we're doing the um, Banisloe Horse Fair uh, with our festival group this, this coming uh, October. Um, and in advance of that, we invited some people from the travel community okay. to come and talk yeah, to us. Great idea, great Joe, idea. we had a big, big group of volunteers listening, awestruck with the way these ladies were so articulate. But how they described the bigotry and, and the shame mm. in this country, how we treat people. You know, uh, young kids going into a shop and being... Joe, I get mad every time I hear yeah, it. I, I, I just want to say to John, don't let anybody or anything stop you doing what you want to do. But you see, the, how do you get around the, the the basic requirement, which is there it's everywhere, saying you need five passes in your junior cert? And they, yeah, yeah, he can get those, Joe. He can get yeah, those. He has four. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, back you, you've, time, you've yeah. had a number of people there say to you, somebody from the nursing background there and somebody down in Cork offering that, look, we'll do the CV with him, we'll work with him. He can get his grades. He can get his grades at night time. The man wants to do it, he'll do it. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. think, I don't think our society should prevent him from doing it. Plenty of people get through systems in all sorts of various ways. I won't say in back doors or anything like that, but, but there's ways to do things. Mm. The, 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 the main thing that John has is he has, he has the will to do it. He wants to do it. Okay, okay. Okay, Tony, good evening, Michael. Got a great work in the Samaritans. Tony is your volunteer. Well done. Uh, Frankie, Frankie Reevy. Frankie's in Clonus. Frankie. Joe, how are you? You're listening to... I, yeah, I am indeed, yeah. Uh, uh, Joe, I'm ringing maybe with a wee bit of a lifeline for John and I'd encourage him to stick with it and don't give okay. it in because I'm a tradesman my lifetime and it's uh, the best job in the world. The um, uh, My backstory, Joe, is uh, I was pulled out of school very young at the age of 15, so oh. I would have no education whatsoever. I wasn't there okay. for the inter-cert or the junior cert. But I've been in America here and there, and I'm home about 23 years. Last year, I went to take on an apprentice, a, a, a local lad, great young lad. But when I went to Solace, um I kind of, I was the problem. Because I had no, okay. I, you know, I, I, I didn't have any of these uh, four or five passes of uh, okay. different subjects that were, were required. So I had, solace were very, very, I found it very long and very laborious in the paperwork and one thing and another. But uh, I had to prove to them 
that I was eligible and capable of taking on an apprenticeship, health and safety. So actually, I had to go out and take pictures of me using screw guns and using levels and text okay. what I was doing and why I was doing it. Now, um, Solace uh, were very good, and we I, okay. I did. I, I got the young guy on. He obviously he had all, he had his leaving cert and uh, intercert and everything done. Now I b- back in the day I benefited from them uh, organisations myself. I don't know if you remember. Originally it was called Manpower. Of course I do. That I yeah Manpower. I come back a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And then it, uh, before that Joe actually it was called Anko. I remember that as well. Yeah. Anko. So I remember as a young lad I went. I was working with a plumber for a while. And it was grand and uh, it, it, cutting and digging. And then I went to work for an electrician and it was okay. And I, I, I actually started working for a carpenter. And I knew by 12 o'clock that day that this was for me. Brilliant. Because Evan was Brilliant. visual. It was architraves and skirtings and different Gorgeous. bits and pieces. And I, 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 you know, I'm saying, since I come, I'm saying for the last 10 or 15 years that in 10 or 15 years, which is now, there'd be no tradesmen. I could see it back then. Yeah. Everyone was big emphasis in college and degrees and diplomas. But as a tradesman, I mean, it's brilliant. I have the best job in the world. You're meeting different people. You have yeah. uh, going different areas. You're, you're and fixing Frankie, things and making things. And uh, Frankie, have you taken on any apprentices? I did actually, Joe. Yeah. And what's what's Tyke said for him? It's a no, it becomes a nightmare in terms of paperwork and payment and yeah, yeah, yeah. Regulations. yeah well, I, yeah, well, I've been listening to your show. I listen to your show every day. Yeah. And uh, I've been thinking about what uh, Ty said. Well, Ty said's right, but the problem nowadays, we, we don't have any patience. There's that much work on, Levin's a rush. Back in my day, um, yeah. you were tricking around, you were doing a wee bit of this, and you'd uh, you'd take your break, and when it gets done, it gets done with Anko and manpower, you know yourself. But yeah. nowadays, people don't have the patience, Joe. Another big problem, you talk to any of the, any of the, the employers, these bloody phones. I mean, the young guys, they, they can't get these phones out of, their, out of their hands. They're obsessed with the phones. And even when they're sitting in the vans, there's no talk and no communication. They're all on the phones. Okay. But I, I think nowadays, Joe, problem what what Tag was talking about there, I think we have to give these young guys and girls, you know, give them a wee bit of rope there and just, encourage mm-hmm. them and let them try the lesser jobs. I mean, they can't be brushing up and cleaning and cleaning out the van forever. And after a while, Joe, you'll clean up the van and clean out the house and wash the van for these guys. And after a while, you're going to say, you know what? I mm-hmm. came here to learn a trade. This guy, I'm a cleaner. Well, is, I'm a glorified well, is the, cleaner. Well, is the state structure helpful when you when you come to take on an apprentice? It's ridiculous, Joe. There's no incentive. Ah. I've asked local guys around Monaghan about apprenticeships and they throw their eyes to the sky said not a bloody chance so I, I thought I was the only one that had a problem with all of this but all the guys are saying no definitely not a chance why, why not why not I don't know Joe it just seems uh, like having spent years in America where they're very progressive I find I'm home 23 years and it, it, it seems to be a struggle you know you can mm. never seem to get ahead there's always stumbling blocks or I, I can't just put my finger on it, but we're very... Everything is... Uh, I know there's a time and a place for health and safety, but everything's so laborious and crossing the T's and dotting yeah. the I's. And I, I just find it... I, I just can't put my finger on it, but it's just... I'll sum it up. It's just hard to get ahead. 
it's hard to get yeah. ahead. I found more when I was taking this young guy on. Uh, I was I near threw my hat in there three times. The girl that worked with me was brilliant and solid. She came to Clonus and met me. She came out of her way because she knew I was brilliant. not into brilliant. the books. Now, what this lady done at me was very clever. She didn't tell me everything required from me at the start because if I knew Evan that was coming down the line from Solace, I'd have said, this young guy, you know what? No, I don't have time for this. I have three young kids, uh, wife's a nurse, and I just don't have the I don't have the room in my head for it. Now she was very good. Okay. She was trip feeding okay. me this. I, she she get me across Brilliant. the line, Brilliant. and then I thought at one stage they were going to ask me for dental records, Joe. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, Joe. She was brilliant. She only for her. I would have let this young guy. I just said, uh, you know what? So it's not so, for me. So that, that public servant the line. They held your hand and broke it to you gently. The, the amount of paperwork. Yeah, okay. yeah. And Joe, okay. she, because I didn't have any of these qualifications uh, in the in the intercert or, or whatever. Definitely, you know, obviously wasn't there for the leaving. She obviously. I don't know how she done it, but she got me across the line. She seen what I was trying to do. Mm. I wanted to, to pass my ability and knowledge and trade on to another young guy. Now, he's not with me anymore. My situation, home changed, and he has since met a beautiful girl and moved. But okay. I will not. I don't think uh, I'll take on uh, another apprentice. And what I've just tried to do, which is hard to do at the minute because everyone's so busy, i tried to slow down. I've tried to work maybe a four-day a week, but Joe, the phone never stops. I mean, it's just as a carpenter. You're so busy, yeah. The phone never. I am yeah. turning away. I'm passing off probably a third of the work that phone calls wow. that I come to two other guys, younger guys that are uh, have maybe someone with them and that. But I'm trying to slow down. I'm 55, but I'm finding it very hard. I'm very lucky that I still have the work and capable mm. and able to do the work because I've outlived my father by seven years, you know. So that's kind of how I sum it up. I'm very lucky and I have three young kids and bread has to be put on the table, Joe, yeah, end of story, yeah. you know. And would you encourage any of your kids to become tradesmen? Yeah, yeah. Well, funny, Joe, my daughter, my young daughter's going to uh, uh, Largy College here in Clonus and it's done my heart good. She has picked woodwork Brilliant. As one of her subjects. Joe, she might never lift up a piece of wood. She might never lift up a measure tape. But the fact that she picked it up and uh, the joke in our house, I go home every day and hand the two boys measuring tapes. You know, joking. Now, when I'm going out to price work, I take the two lads. Now, I always have to encourage them. I can't pass the shop <laughs> on the way to price jobs. But they come in and they see what yeah, daddy's okay. doing. And when I come home, I show them wee pictures. Look what daddy done today. They see me fixing and and uh, making things around the house. They're not fixed and made as quickly as my wife wants them, Joe. But they get done, you know. And yeah. they see... I'll just tell you, Joe, one thing really, really quick. I hope I'm not rambling on. I'll tell you, fantastic. I, uh, I went everywhere with my dad when I was younger. He was a big soccer man everywhere with him. But I remember as a kid, I'd say maybe I was 10 years of age, he came home from the local hardware store here in Clonus, and it was Morgan's at the time. Okay. And he came home with two sheets of plywood. Right. And about three hours later, there was two cupboards on the right-hand side of the fire breast. And I remember thinking as a kid, Jesus, you know, we carried them in earlier, a couple of hours ago, and look what he's done. A couple of hinges, a couple of knobs, a couple of shelves, slatted shelves, Mammy Lord of Mercy on it would have uh, dried the clothes up, the, the copper pipes of the, the back boiler would have went up the fire breast. And I thought it was amazing, and a coat of paint on it. And I still talk about that incident to this day, Joe. I just thought it was magic. Two sheets of plywood, 
to me it was very creative and yeah, uh, you know yeah. that's the type of man he was you know he was uh, okay, he, he was good with the hands you God, know uh, between yourself and Tyg there earlier because Tyg loves his job as well describing the plumbing and the complications of it but the, the, between yourself and yourself the two, the two of you should be ambassadors to encourage more people because you're doing it here to become yeah. uh, apprentices because to become tradesmen or women the professions carpenter, Joe. electrician, plumbers brilliant brilliant yeah. Joe Joe I have, the, as a carpenter, my lifetime, I have. I, I joke about it, I have free gym membership. I'm lifting, hauling, carrying. <laughs> but more, the more important thing to me, Joe, my wife says I'm very lucky. I bounce out a day. I can't wait to go to work every day. I meet different people yeah, every day yeah, of the week. Yeah. And it's amazing, Joe Duffy, especially the lady in the house that I go to. It's amazing what they'll tell you over... Now, I can talk, Joe, but I can listen also. It's amazing <laughs> what people will tell you over a cup of coffee. And, and it's few... just, it's amazing, you know. It's, okay. Uh, okay, talk to Frankie. Talk, talk to, to Frankie. Frankie, free of charge. Oh, yeah. Okay, Frankie, Frankie. Three ninety nine a minute. <laughs> Joe Duffy. You mind yourself, Frankie. Keep, get keep... them young lads and girls, get them on the tools, get them working, here, active, here. active. Take care, Joe. Take care, Frankie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. John, lots of encouragement. People I can't get to, unfortunately, because I'm I'm stuck for time, but trying to encourage you to go on. Solace up and on. They'll say they, they'll meet you to try and see is there an avenue around it. Are you around it? Like you've had some very realistic advice. You've had some very sound advice, from the, especially from the tradesmen uh, there, Frankie and uh, Ty. But you are, you are going to pursue it, aren't you, John? Oh, I am, Joe, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've seen some of the points that have been put across there, I've seen them on-site, you know, where people have been employed and they're not capable of doing the work. I, I understand what the tradesmen are saying. Uh, I'm totally driven, committed. Okay. Uh, and if someone's willing to give me an opportunity, I'm willing to do it. Okay. And, and this... I'll put in the, I'll do the, I'll look after the, the, the match side of it. Good man, good man. Uh, and listening to the... Listening to the enthusiasm there, the tradesmen is brilliant as well. The the the, the joy the joy they get out of uh, the work they do. Uh, okay, thanks indeed, John. We'll keep in touch. Uh, thanks to all our callers. Harry Buckles was in sound. Shane Galvin's a BCO. Lisa Mayberry produced. And Ray Darcy's next. Oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five stays open until three fifteen p.m. Or email Joe at rte.ie.